Hello, welcome to another mini-sode of Makeup, Masking, and Murder. Um, January is Human Trafficking Awareness Month, and after we talked about Amy Lynn Bradley and whole di- her disappearance, and, you know, I went through, and if you haven't listened to that episode, head back and listen to that one, but we went through some safety tips and just some warning signs of human trafficking. I started getting messages from people kind of sharing their stories in our own backyard. So I I don't know. I think when we talk about human trafficking, we picture like this big extravagant thing, like not extravagant, that's not the right word, but just, you know, like in Taken or, you know, it happens in Europe or it happens in these islands or and people don't get that it's like literally in our backyard. Like it is everywhere. So I just really felt passionate about coming on here and sharing a few local stories, even to Small Lake City, because I think people really need to understand that it's, it happens everywhere. Like, we all say it never happened to me, but your life can change like that. So, um, first of all, I found this story on Facebook, and I asked her permission to share it. Her name is Amanda Barron, and it's kind of funny. I think we actually went to the same cosmetology school. We were just in different classes, but I reached out to her and asked if it was okay if I shared this, and she was totally fine with it. So she posted this story. Today was a good day, but it was pretty earth-shattering at the same time. I went way beyond out of my comfort zone, but I pushed through, and I'm so happy that I did. I was on a flight going to Salt Lake City when I noticed a young girl and an older man sitting together. There were so many signs of them being involved in sex trafficking. I read articles and charity movements on, you know, what to look for, and that line doesn't make sense. Sorry. She was scared and fragile. She was sitting in the middle seat. No, he was sitting in the middle seat, and he was, like, taking up a lot of space so she couldn't get out or you know, just kind of like covering her essentially. And so Amanda, she went and she switched um, switched seats so she could be behind this girl, just like desperate to get a word in because she just felt like no one else on this plane like was picking up on this. And it's so easy to not, I mean, think about being on a plane. You're, you know, I know when I'm traveling, I'm like, I've got my headphones on. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I go into the zone and I'm like, you don't, I don't even notice other people are there, you know, you just kind of get in your groove, and so it's so easy not to notice, and I also think we're so worried about being in other people's business that sometimes it's, like, I don't know, there, there used to be, like, the standard of, like, people would hit their kids, and, well, it's not my business, you know, it's, the world's come a long way since then, but it's still a thing, so anyways, So she moves behind and she, you know, rips off a piece of magazine or whatever and she writes, are you okay? And so she flashes it quickly when the little girl was looking out the plane window and the little girl shook her head no. And then she wrote a second note that said, do you need help? And she said that this little girl looked behind and she said it was just like a look she would never forget. Just like fear, distress, distraught, so devastated and just she needed help. And so Amanda here stepped up and she was like, I knew I was the only person on this plane who like knew what was going on. So she went and informed the flight attendants who now are trained to handle, you know, human trafficking situations and the rest was handled. She said, I wish I could hug her. I wish I could hold her hand as she goes on to the next step in her life. I don't know what her future holds, but I know it's not with him. And that just touched me so much when I saw it. And I mean, it's just blown up on social media like 
you know, 87,000 shares. It's just gone big, and that's so amazing. Um, she was telling me when we were messaging that if you go to Operation Underground uh, Underground Railroad, it's www.ourrescue.org, that they they have a ton of information on there, and we've heard of this charity before. I mean, they're based in Salt Lake, right? Yeah, yeah, they're based in Salt Lake. And they just, they just have been doing like amazing work. They've been putting it out there and they've been going on all these rescue missions. And I have like a lot of people who I know have been working with. It's just really cool. Um, I've even been talked to about like some projects they've been doing after girls get out of trafficking and, you know, doing their hair and makeup, doing photo shoots with them. Like they're just really doing so much but apparently operation underground railroad has a course that i think is so cool i still need to look into it more but it's like a course to identify these signs so you can figure out you know when someone's in need in this moment and what you can do to help so i'm super grateful to amanda for sharing this and for letting me share it it's just yeah she she changed someone's life and saved someone's life um, another story is after that episode, my good friend, Abby Rawlings, hi, love. Um, she, I was doing her hair and we were just talking about this. It was right after that episode came out and she goes, wait, so I have a story and she dove into this. So Abby is the sweetest and I'm not talking about myself. We're both named Abby. Don't get confused. <laughs> Abby is the sweetest. She's like the most giving, loving person and she she's just so kind so she one night was filling up her car she was with a friend but she was filling up her car and she sees this lady walking towards her and Abby like makes eye contact with her and this lady just it just wasn't a good vibe she just like felt kind of seedy it just felt aggressive so Abby like hurries and gets into her car the lady walks around to the passenger side and no Abby had tinted windows and so I'm pretty sure this lady thought oh there's no one in the car and she like literally goes to reach for the handle and as she gets close she it clicks she sees that there's someone in the car and so she kind of like jumps back and then she comes back around to Abby's side and she's like hi 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 I need your help we're out of gas I can't fill up can you give me money and Abby was like sorry I don't like have any and she's like well you have a credit card and Abby just like being nice was like okay like I guess I'll just like pay it forward or fill up this person's car a little you know So she walks over there and she puts her credit card in and as she's standing there, you know, on the driver's passenger or driver's side of the car, this lady, this lady was just like weird. She's like mumbling. She's like, oh yeah, like I can't pay you, but I have like this bag of Victoria's Secret lingerie. Like I'll give it to you. And Abby's like, I'm good. Like, thanks. But like just trying to lure her with all these things like, oh yeah, like kind of trying to be like friend. Like, I don't know. Just, yeah. So she like starts filling it up and right as she does, the lady is on, I mean, I don't know the specific sides, but I'm going to paint a visual for you, like the right side of her. And then this man comes out of the driver's side. So they're literally like blocking her in. And her friend was like, Abby, and she seriously just like booked it past them. So I'm pretty like, I hate to be morbid, but Abby said this too, like they would have grabbed her and, like, thrown her into the car probably. Like, who knows? Like, I've heard so many stories that, like, these operations are now using women to, um, like, lure, like, other young women in. Because think about it. Like, 
you feel safer if there's like a girl there, right? You're like, oh, they're fine. So I'll be fine. So that was another story. And again, just Salt Lake City. Pretty sure that was like by Fashion Place Mall. Um, the last story, I'm going to keep anonymous, but a friend of mine was working for an airline and he, he was usually a gate agent, but they needed someone down at the ticket counter. But, you know, he kind of like worked all of them. So he knew. And he was down there and this like old man, like probably 70 ish, like, like old dur old and when does the line cross from old and older I don't know but he walks up with this like 12 year old girl and they're like oh is this like your granddaughter and guy shoots himself in the foot and was like oh this is my special friend red flag red flag like what the hell is that so so they're like oh Okay, so, I mean, you go to those airlines. They've usually got kind of a couple of people in there, and it wasn't super busy. So one starts going through this guy's records. First of all, it was booked through, like, a weird website. Like, it said Honda in it, but it had nothing to do with Honda. Like, it's, like, it was just sketchy. It was, like, Honda, car, service. Like, I don't even know the name, but it was something super weird. So they, like, look it up, and, of course, it doesn't exist, you know. Next, they look... And for the past few weeks and for the next few months, this man has flights booked with minors every week. Like, it just, like, makes me sick to think about. Um, so, I don't think they did as much training then for human tra- Maybe they did. I don't know. But this was, like, four years ago. So, I don't know if they did as much training then. But they... Um, they like apparently you're not supposed to call them out right now when they're there because they can like make a run for it you're supposed to let them get on the plane and then so this plane was going to LA so they let them get on the plane and then cops in LA walk onto the plane before the people get off so hopefully everything worked out for her and she was saved but it's like guys these are all just in Salt Lake and I'm sure in your small town or wherever you are in your big city you know it's happening everywhere so you know, I just wanted to get out on here again and talk about this because this is something I'm just so passionate about and just think we need to stop. You know, it's everywhere and it's disgusting and it just makes me literally get a stomach ache talking about it. So I, I don't know. We talked about this on the Amy Lynn Bradley episode, but me and Britton used to have a hair tie company and we, you know, gave a proceed to the abolition of human trafficking and we're not selling them anymore but we have so many and you know I would love to send anyone who wants some some hair ties just send me a dm on instagram or send me an email and I'll send you some hair ties like I could care less if you know I just we've got like the message on the back and we talk about human trafficking and even just wearing that hair tie or like you know it comes in a pack of five like giving it giving some to your friends like I would love you to just spread the word like that much or just share this episode and just you know it's human trafficking awareness month so take like the time to talk to like one person in your life and just talk about you know the warning signs and also like some safety tips so I know this is really hard to talk about (laughs) it really really sucks to talk about but it's something we need to talk about so thank you guys so much for tuning in and I hope you have a great week Make up.